0: Everybody, it's time for the podcast. podcast. That's right, it's time for The Chicago 60 Podcast. I am your illustrious host, Justin Jaywar. and next to me here I have my illustrious co-host, Norm Jaywar. Oh, oh sorry, that's his last name. Normberg. <laughs> okay. Ah. Uh. You're not drinking, folks. You're doing something wrong. Please. To the podcast. To the podcast.
1: Mmm.
0: All righty then. Hey, Chicago, we have a lot of amazing news for you about this a wonderful city that we all call home. Chicago. Okay? So we're going to get right into that real quick. Uh, But first, let's... uh, Norm, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you today? I'm doing super great. How was your last week? Oh, my last week was pretty amazing, and a lot of great things happened. That is fantastic. Want to share with the wonderful people what was the fantastic things? Moving right along. In utter news, we're going to get to some amazing follow-up stories for you. So we had a lot of very interesting stories, Norm, from last week. Mm -hmm. If you haven't listened to episode three... Go back... Then go back go and back. listen to it. It's called "Facts, Corruption, and Money," because Chicago is a very interesting place. Um, now there are a few quick stories that we wanted to get to. To just do a qu- some things have happened from week to week <laughs> that we now need Surprisingly, to. Surprisingly,
1: things move on.
0: Oh my goodness! It's like time continues to move forward. Stop it! Things happen continually. I said stop it. There are actions that have equal and opposite reactions damn it stop it that's all i got so uh <laughs> moving right along here so the first thing that i wanted to talk about we talk a lot about transportation a lot about part. transportation i don't know why we had that as a thing for well, so long Chicago, but you're always on some form of transportation that is true so. it's basically you take some form of transportation to get to a room Then you get on another form of transportation to take you to another room. It's just a series of transportation and rooms. That's purgatory. That's basically, we're all in purgatory. We're all in purgatory. At least we're in a nice place called Chicago. It's a lovely city full of fun things like divvy bikes. Divvy bikes. Ha! Last week we talked about how Lyft was trying to re-up their contract with the city of Chicago to add about 10,500 more divvy bikes For those of you who are unaware and or oblivious to things around you, Divi bikes are big. They're like these big blue bikes. They are in little racks. Thick you can Yes, thick. Emphasis on thick. Thick. Bikes. bikes. And (laughs) you can rent them and travel to some other part of the city and then leave the bike in another station. And then your trip has commenced and ended. Divvy Bikes. (laughs) Divvy Bikes. Now, what was interesting about Divvy Bikes, this did not happen in Chicago. However, this news could affect what may happen to the new Divvy Bike contract that will happen for Chicago. What ended up happening was Lyft has had several issues as of late in other cities where they are the predominant supplier of electric and rented bicycles, what we call shared vehicles. Mm. And the main issue has been that the bikes are braking too hard. Wait, what? Yeah. That's the complaint. Like, they're stopping too good? <laughs> I don't know, but that is the complaint that was listed in the Chicago Tribune, was that the Divi bikes are, quote, braking too hard, end quote. What is happening here? Are people, like, do they... <laughs> is it like when you drive... Would you, okay, you know when you drive your car... And then yeah. you drive another car, like a rental car, or somebody else's car, like your girlfriend's, or just a friend's, or you know, a car that you steal. We're in Chicago; <laughs> it happens. And then you start, like, you gotta the get brakes. to work, right? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> and uh, you like hit on the brakes in the new car, and you're like, "Ooh, this is this is new." Is that what's happening with the Divi bikes? Like people are like breaking, like, Oh, and they're like flying over the handlebars. What's going on here? So I feel
1: like most okay. So my assumption is that most Divi bikes are being used either in the city. Or on the lake, and either way, there's just a bunch of people everywhere. So I get the whole braking issue, but they're breaking too hard. So they're saying that they're trying to stop, but it's stopping a little too damn good. It's like, <laughs> like it's like
0: you're getting you're getting hit in the handlebars right in the midsection. Really? It's like oh, god, ow! My I now broke two ribs in my rib cage uh, from well, a divvy bike. Well, then maybe you shouldn't pump the brakes so damn yeah. hard. Yeah, or don't you know, ride on near the lake where it's basically you're gonna you're gonna end up stopping and starting just as much as if you're on the Kennedy or the Eisenhower in rush hour traffic. Okay, just don't do it. Or don't follow the rules anyway and just don't yeah. stop anywhere like you do it's now. Fun. Just run over people, cyclists and or bicyclists. But or we're not we're not mad at you. Riders. We're not we're not mad the at you. PC term is for people who ride bicycles. I think we discussed this. It cyclists. I think it's cyclists. I think it's cyclists. It's cyclists.
1: Yeah.
0: Anywho, in utter news. In utter news. Sticking. Ooh.
1: Yes. So, this excites me because it kind of pisses me off, but it also makes me a little bit happy. So, what we discovered, we found out, and if you go back to the other podcast, we had a little saying that we, uh, we mentioned that, uh, Chicago is actually bringing, potentially bringing shareable scooters. Correct. That you just hop on and then go around and then leave anywhere. And, Correct. you know, personally, I mean, I, I had a Razor scooter when I was little. They were cool then. I don't know about scooters now, but apparently people in Chicago want scooters more.
0: Yes. Apparently, electric and shared scooters what? are used more predominantly than bicycles. Which is very interesting to me. According to the National associate, a national? Mm-hmm. The unnational. The unnational, like the, the unnational. Uh, the, it's uh, not a nation or a state, it's unnational. The That's un- greatest. That's right, the un- greatest. City it's, it's in Chicago. It's, <laughs> who am I, Colin Firth and the King's Speech? All peoples. That's <laughs> ridiculous. I don't have a speech impediment, I think. Um, so, according to the National Association of City Transportation Officials, that's a mouthful. Or, for short, NACTO. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I just okay, said it out yeah, loud. <laughs> NACTO. Oh, they definitely do not use the abbreviated version of that. Uh, <laughs> they say it out the whole way. They don't go NACTO. I feel like they're in the
1: office. Hey, you guys, listen to a NACTO facto. Uh, I would be that boss. I would really be that boss. <laughs> guys, the NACTO facto of the day.
0: <laughs> Mm, I wanna scooters. Make, I'd love to make that a segment on the podcast from now on. The NACTO FACTO. The NACTO oh facto. my goodness. Anyway, according to NACTO, they released a report that stated 38.5 million scooters have been used compared to 36.5 bicycles um, throughout all of 2018. And this was a national report. So this is all over the country. Now, Chicago, we don't have. Any scooters? Uh-huh. We just have the bicycles, so we obviously contributed to that thirty-six point five million. But apparently, everybody else in the country is doing. Apparently, we should get on. We should hop on what everybody else is doing in the country. Should Chicago adopt a scooter positive policy? A spip? A spip? Yeah, I'm trying to go more with the acronyms uh, a at this point. Spit. Scooter positive policy is spip. Let's we'll, we'll get a, a spip. Yeah. Uh,
1: um. You know what? I guess whatever brings. Uh, funds into the city whatever exciting new thing that we have to put into the city to make it better I just don't believe that green scooters being left everywhere is probably the That's best idea I feel like it needs a docking station but you know and also okay Chicago drivers are probably some of the worst drivers Yes. Um, yes y'all don't care about anybody okay <laughs> y'all really don't give a damn like, no. you just, whether you're on a bike, a scooter, on a horse, uh, walking, uh, I mean, hell, on wheelies, for crying out loud, you're still dicks. So, uh, I don't think Chicagoans need more wheels, but you know what? Who am I to say anything about it? I know,
0: yeah. And what's it's also interesting in the report from Necto is that uh, riders, riders in general. In the storm? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Riders. Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't stop myself. Oh, man. So, riders across the country, riders meaning both scooterists, <laughs> and I'm hoping that's the terminology, and the cyclists, uh, did 84 million tutu uh, shared rides. Four uh, yes, more which is rides. double from... So, that was 2018 numbers. That's double what was done in 2017. So, that means more people are using the facilities of these... Is that just meaning that people are not buying cars? What's going on? Why are we... I mean, well, I guess that's I mean, good. Yeah.
1: I mean, what you don't really need a car in Chicago. That's true. I mean, the city itself.
0: But could you imagine a bunch... I feel like hopping around in scooters is definitely an L.A. and or Seattle thing and or yeah. a European thing. And the fact that you like scooters. That's, <laughs> that's right. Scooters. Hopping around in scooters. Go get me a scooter.
1: I'm going to go on some good get- scooters.
0: A scooter. Hey, scooter, go get me that ketchup over there. <laughs> yeah, that's right getting there nice and deep black scooter oh, why did I do it that's that? dodgeball that's it's, so from the dodge, it's from the dodgeball I mean, I it's, from it's from the movie dodgeball I don't remember that in dodgeball oh, well jeez <laughs> you know I, it's a transition yeah. whatever talking whatever. about scooters <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I would just want to punch people who are riding around in scooters. Yeah. I think that's more of a Midwestern and New Yorking, New, yeah. York, New, Yorking? Yeah. New York City type of thing to do. I also
1: think the issue is they'd be on the sidewalks. Right. And that yes. would just not be good. We Very barely bad. have sidewalks as is. yeah. Like, uh, So to have scooters on the sidewalks and
0: bikes in the street, it's just a whole Wild West kind of situation. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. So who knows? Who's to say? I'm sure we will have another follow-up edition of the... <laughs> Bicycle, scooter, extravaganza. All you need is like a bike and a scooter. Just exactly. Like each other. We'll like, we'll do, we're going to do a, a battle of the bots <laughs> version of our show. Bicycles versus a, scooters. Dive, di- Divvy bikes versus scooters. Who will win? And there's like scooters are whipping around, hitting the bike, and then the. It's going to be. A, it's going to be an event for all. Damn, both Dustin. family and friends alike are invited. To that come on come on event (laughs) tickets sold wherever you buy tickets (laughs) (laughs) tickets. (laughs) Um, well now one last final follow-up story that is worth a mention is the story that we mentioned last week about the Lincoln Yards project which for those of you who did not listen to last week's podcast feel free to go and listen to the juice of that story but as a quick recap The Lincoln Yards project is the last major project that Mayor Rahm Emanuel was trying to get passed through the city council, which would involve a major reconstruction and construction project in mostly the north side, uh, like in the Lincoln Park area, some parts near Soldier Field, and I believe 55 some odd anchors west of Roosevelt Road, where they're going to be, (laughs) exactly, where, There's going to be a a construction project by Sterling Bay. We're going to be doing a lot more restaurants. Things Just to make it look nicer so that people from the suburbs who come into the city will feel like they haven't really moved anywhere. They're like, oh, this is so much nicer. Why didn't I move out from the birth long ago? I should have moved to the city. Oh, I'm a city person. Listen, I don't need another target,
1: okay? (laughs) Like, I, I get it. Starbucks can buy every storefront on every corner in Chicago. Yes. Target can do the same thing. Walmart tried, but then you can't buy anything. You know, like, who wants to go to a half-ass Walmart? Right. Like, it, fill up some of the empty storefronts that are in local areas that you're pay, You're charging too high of a rent for local business owners to live in. Like, fill up those spaces with other local business owners and bring the rent down a little bit so they can actually live there and work there. And but oh no, go fix up Lincoln Park. Like, it fucking needs it. Right. Exactly, well... Soldier Field. I've seen Soldier Field. <laughs> I can't walk to Soldier Field. It's too fucking nice for me. It is
0: a very nice <laughs> area now, yeah. Well, Norm, you're going to be pleasantly pleased yeah. with the rest of the story and okay. the updates. So, the Grassroots Collaborative uh, Organization and Raise Your Hand, to organizations uh, based in Chicago. Um, they are actually putting forth a lawsuit against the uh, uh, approval and passage yeah. of the Lincoln Yards project. Yes, yes. Um, they are claiming that the uh, TIF projects are, are uh, inconducive to those areas and in general the TIF projects uh, are not very beneficial to the city or should at least be in areas where it could be more beneficial. For those of you who do not know what TIF stands for, it is a tax increment financing area. Uh, which basically means that public uh we, that there's a prioritization of public funds um to the development of a particular area and uh basically what ends up happening in TIF districts as they're called is that property taxes like those that would go for chicago public schools and the city hall are frozen for a period of up to 20 years and as the property value of the area Uh, Goes up, and the taxes end up going up because there's going to be more taxes raised. So that, and all all of that money and all that value that is created uh, from those zones by developing it goes back into the redevelopment of that particular area. Uh, And then you have a more developed area where there are higher clientele, more people, etc., etc. It makes the entire. It's kind of like a formal way of gentrifying an area instead of getting. A bunch of very classy individuals and, you know, homosexuals to move into an area and class up the place. They're like, no, let's just throw a bunch of money and tax people more. That's basically what a TIF is. A Wrigley Field. Exactly, yeah, All of Wrigleyville. Yeah. It is just that now. And so what what Grassroots, uh, the Grassroots Collaborative, and Raise Your Hand, are arguing is that they are against the prioritization of public funds to be given to wealthy developers in an already established uh, a locale of the city that doesn't really need it, they are arguing that those funds should be reallocated to what you have been claiming areas that actually need it and then give people a little bit more say into what's going on in their particular TIF districts. Yeah. I mean, that was very, <laughs> that's the idea. Like, it was very yeah, really yeah, extensive. Man. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, it's one of those yeah. situations
1: where you look at it and go, well, if someone didn't fucking say it, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I, I, me as as a person can say it, but then someone doesn't do anything about it. But at least there's someone doing something about it because they were ready to spend that money. Mm-hmm. Like, they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to put an extra tree over here. And we're going to put, like, a little dog sitting area right over mm-hmm. here. It's going to be mm-hmm. a cafe. We're going to have a Starbucks. Not even, like, a Chicago cafe. Like, yeah. not even like, oh, yeah, let's try to find something local, hyper-local Chicago cafe, some great place. Like, hell, put... You can put damn mouse beef in. I don't care. Like, just, just be home. Yeah. Stop trying to be something else.
0: It is it is quite interesting, I will say, that they're I mean, I can understand why they're trying to upgrade those areas, but if there's like th- those areas could wait. There are other <laughs> there are other yeah. places that could yeah. use that ju- that just that money could be allocated. Couldn't particularly since from the last episode we discussed how the state may still end up financing some of these projects. It just seems like money's going into pockets that it doesn't, and yeah, I can wait. hence, hence why last week's episode was called "Facts, Corruption, and Money." So it just seems like some Ham business yeah, can wait. is uh, is going on there. But yeah. we will have more. I'm sure there will be more going on with that story as well. It is kind of a big thing going on in Chicago. I would say. I'd say that's definitely something to keep an eye on, particularly oh, a red eye. Oh. And so uh, that's pretty much it for the follow-up stories. We'll have more for you as we see development developments occurring. But now, Norm, it is time for da news. Okay, so we got new news. Da news. Okay. Okay, I got news here, Norm. Okay. First uh, major story that I found, which I found to be quite interesting, was our. Our second beloved airport child, Midway. Midway! Midway! The only place where you can get onto a Southwest Airlines vehicle of the air. No it message. looks like a school. <laughs> yes, it does. With that weird heart thing with that little In hand. And that hallway where yeah. all the space... The, the, uh, the
1: pictures of space and different planets, are, and then you walk into this one big room where they just have kids' drawings everywhere. Like, I still want to know who designed this part of Midway, but I love no. it every time because they're just like, you think you're walking to a school right now. You think you're in the wrong place, but you're not.
0: <laughs> well, there's lockers. <laughs> what?
1: There's an assembly
0: going on 24 hours a, a day. A bell just rings, <laughs> time for seventh period. <laughs> Please go to Terminal 13. I would love
1: Midway even more if it just embraced itself as a legitimate school. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Hilarious. Well, interesting to note that they are going to be going through a massive reconstruction project and or upgrade, I guess you could say, where they're going to be overhauling their shopping and dining options. Thank you. Yes. Yes. About time, Midway. So, I mean, obviously O'Hare has quite... The selection of places to eat and shop um, when yep. you're waiting for your plane, but midway has been a little lacking. Very lacking. They've only had. They actually only have 56 shopping and restaurant locales within the airport itself. They are going to be upgrading it to about a total of 70. They're going to be trying to include some new, fun and exciting shops. Um, this is all according to the Tribune. The Sales. The reason why they're doing it is because they saw an increase in sales, even though they dropped McDonald's and Potbelly, right? Or how we say in Chicago, Potbellies. Potbellies. It's Potbellies. Um, even though they lost McDonald's and Potbellies, they did see an increase in the overall sales of merchandise and food, beverages, etc. It went up about twelve and a half percent in twenty eighteen, up to about a total of 86.5 million a half a million dollars. <laughs> Oh, for what? I don't know. A lot of people drinking in Midway. I to, suppose I've been
1: to Midway, okay, but I've only gone to Midway when half the stuff is closed. So <laughs> yeah, I guess I get spending money on on candies and shit and magazines when you know nothing else is
0: open. But what do what's in Midway where people spend that much money? I don't know. That's Man. I mean it is shocking. But they say uh, we want more of that. That's great. Yeah. No, it's I mean, awesome. If- Whatever gets more people into Midway is fine yeah, by me. Yeah. It is, it is definitely... I mean, I go there quite often because I fly yeah. Southwest. Cause if South not, Southwest! Southwest, yo! Just don't fly that max... The 737s? Yeah, <laughs> don't, yeah, don't fly any don't 737s. Fly <laughs> you go die. Those apparently um, are good. <laughs> no, they're not good. Every major airline is pulling them, including Southwest. They're like, don't get on the plane! <laughs> That's basically, oh, the message man. there... Uh, mm-hmm. So you know, next time you're about to get on a plane, maybe ask what number it is. It should be okay now, but hey, man, this is seven forty-seven, right? You're Not seven thirty-seven. on
1: the plane. Yeah. Hey, can I get a seatbelt extended? And by the way, what the, what type of jet is this? I want to know what's the number on this before I, I get on. But I, I need a belt extended. <laughs> on something in the back. Are y'all got extra peanuts?
0: <laughs> hey, man, which 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 number was the? It's got two sevens, and then there's another number in the middle. Is it six? Not seven. It's a triple sevens. Am I going to hit the jackpot right now? (laughs) on the line at the door. Oh, nope. I'm not getting on this plane. (laughs) The jackpot is you're going to heaven soon.
1: (laughs) Sir, your bags are already on this plane. So get your ass on here. I don't know. I want to find another person to fill your seat. That's right. That's right. Oh, man.
0: But anyway, don't get on those planes.
1: (laughs) See, now being me, I would be on the plane and be sitting next to someone and be like, man, this 747 Max Jet is... Looks pretty stable. And then we're like, uh, <laughs> yeah. like, maybe I need, honey, maybe we need to get off right now? Honey, we should probably get off. Yeah, this uh, big beast, and I'll bring a piece of, of a different plane with me and go,
0: oh, oh. oops.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: God. I want a refund. I want a refund. <laughs> Just to get a seat by myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That would be fantastic. Everybody loves to sit by themselves. You never yeah, know who you're going to meet when you sit by yourself in then. Not while the old character sits next to you and you're like should I have a conversation with this person or should I slouch into a sleeping position and hope they never speak to me oh see
1: that's <laughs> nice for you i'm always sitting next to a person go i hope they don't suck into my body <laughs> because if they go in they're never coming out like, <laughs> like if we get close enough like there's only so much you can <laughs> squeeze in these seats and you just like don't touch don't touch do people don't. <laughs>
0: Do people get sucked into you like Homer Simpson in the oh shrubs?
1: <laughs> like one time, a plane was so full and I had to sit in the middle. And I'm watching. I'm going down there. i watching people go, please not me. Please not me. And I'm like looking at people and I'm like, I just need to find one of you. And then there's two people who aren't looking. And then I'm like, you you bitches. And I'm just like, okay, we're going to get real acquainted here. And I go, shake it, shake, shake And I'm like, all right. We're just going to keep it in for a while, but this is a long flight, so if I spread out, I'm sorry. But you may become a part of me, so we might as well just get real close and just kind of, like, get comfy. (laughs) I've got a lot of cushion to lay on, so if you do need to recline, you are allowed to. You can just kind of lay in it, and it's all good. Like... (laughs) Just just by the way, I, I'm gonna need you to feed me my drink though, because I can't I can't reach around you. That's just kind of an invasion an invasion of privacy. It's
0: part of paying for the ticket when you're sitting next to exactly. Norm on an airplane. You need to exactly. serve exactly. him his drink. Yeah. Please. Oh my god, that was the best. That was <laughs> we, an amazing amazing divergent <laughs> tangent. I was I loved it so much. But Norm, you've got a very interesting thing that's going
1: on. Yes. So the coolest thing is happening. Uh, at first when I read this article I thought it was kinda of stupid. But then I read the article and realized it wasn't (laughs) stupid. It was actually pretty great. So, Hamilton is creating an exhibit in Chicago. Uh, they're coming uh, soon actually they're creating the exhibit and the best part about it is so everyone's like oh man Hamilton's making a musical exhibit like they're gonna make Hamilton the musical everyone like, loves Hamilton the musical seems to follow like logically. everyone seemed to love this I mean I listened to it I thought Hamilton was great yeah. and I thought it was gonna be stupid but I saw it for free I mean I well, they don't Throw your wealth around like that. <laughs>
0: Don't throw your I privilege didn't, didn't, like I that. You just you threw about? your privilege I, out like I that. I just I saw that it is for ridiculous. free. <laughs> and it was not of my own accord. I was, I you was gifted. You were still
1: it. throwing your privilege around <laughs> right now. <laughs> nothing,
0: I was in an acting class. That was uh-huh. the only privilege that was involved there. Okay. And somebody had extra tickets because their oh, parents didn't want to go. Okay. Ooh. That was it. Mm. People of all races and cultures were got White a free tickets. parents must be so now, nice. No, they, <laughs> they were Indian. So Indian parents
1: must be so nice. <laughs> well, I still haven't oh, seen Hamilton. That's great. So, I've seen it in my mind. It's so great. Yeah, it's so great. I saw you it can... Wayne,
0: when Wayne Brady was here. So, Wayne Brady. Is that supposed to relate to me? Nah, no, not I really don't know. Really. No, not but, but no, Hamilton, <laughs> it's a great, it's a great yeah.
1: damn musical and it's, it's amazing. True. Um, hell, it made me even think that Hamilton was black. The actual Alexander Hamilton, I thought he was black. I was watching Turn nope, on AMC, still and white. Hamilton came out, and I was like, "Oh shit, he's not brown." Like <laughs> no. <laughs> Hamilton is not actually brown. So, but they're they're creating an exhibit. It's gonna be amazing because actually it has nothing to do with the musical. It's actually about history. The guy. It's, it's about Alexander <laughs> Hamilton, which is kind of crazy. But they're First worried,
0: secretary of the treasury. You know, founding father. They're et worried that it
1: won't work. They're worried that. Uh, having a, a museum that's going to be uh, here in Chicago for a while, and then potentially wanting it to move to, you know, uh, um, LA and in New York and other places, they're worried that people aren't going to want to come and see something about Alexander Hamilton. However, the entire Hamilton musical team, with Lin Manuel Miranda and all of his, all the creators, uh, the uh, composers, uh, even the gentleman who actually wrote the book that was. Based off that helped create Hamilton, the musical, are all involved with this. They're putting out a lot of money, expecting about 400 people an hour to come into this this exhibit. That's a lot of people, and it's going to be all about Hamilton. And they're going to have uh, uh, Mr. Miranda. He's going to be your guide, your vocal guide. They're going to have bits and songs from the show. They're still going to have some lyrics connected from the show to the actual words that Mm happened. So they're gonna, like, some of the words in the show were words that were actually said. They're gonna go put those together and have those kind of side by side. Mm -hmm. But this is not the musical. It is not the show. It is not a behind the scenes. It has nothing to do with that fucking show. It's about (laughs) Alexander Hamilton.
0: The actual guy. The actual guy. It was funny, when you said Mr. Miranda, I just thought for half a minute, like, him walking out in a red sweater. And being like Mr. Rogers for the New Age, but it's all just about Alexander Hamilton. He's like, Hi, kids. Do you want to learn about Alexander Hamilton today? Yeah! It's I like, would, Let's go to the I whatever world. That. And then they go into their place. And it's like little soldiers walking puppets. around and yeah, little puppets. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Aaron Burr. And it's, you know, I don't know why that would be the voice that would be happening for Aaron Burr, but nevertheless, it'd be like, oh, I'm George Washington and I was on Mount Vernon. Da, 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 da. And all that, and then all the kids are like, yay! And, will you be my friend, little girl? Yes, I'll be your friend. And, like, that could be, maybe that's the angle that, maybe, nobody heard that. We're going to pitch this until <laughs> I mean, we Miranda. I mean. He's the new Mr. Rogers. But it's only about Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. Nothing else <laughs> like, about not life or just, just Alexander Hamilton. Just Alexander like every episode for the next twenty years, or however long Mr. Rogers' neighborhood ran, will just be facts about Alexander Hamilton. Well, see, but that's the
1: thing that I'm kind of interested <laughs> in, that this popularity of this musical it's gonna make us know so much about Alexander Hamilton that we're gonna forget about everyone else. Yeah, everybody else is gonna be <laughs> like, we're gonna be nothing. like, oh, yeah, so who Wait. who's the first president? Oh,
0: you mean Alexander what, Hamilton? You
1: mean <laughs> Alexander Hamilton <laughs> did it? Oh, you mean that black guy that was with him? <laughs> yeah, that uh, Mister Washington guy. Yeah, he was pretty cool too. Yeah,
0: like history will be rewritten, and then it'll just be whatever Lin known. <laughs> Lind- Wait a minute, is this an evil plot by like Lind- oh yeah, Amanda Lind- yeah. Lind- yeah. to reshape and rewrite history?
1: In Alexander Hamilton's image, that's really <laughs> Dude, that's a very bizarre way of going about things. But, but they're really hey. excited about it. It's go- I think it, after I read it, I realized that this is actually a really good thing because it is bring a, good a thing. lot it of a school thing. kids uh, are going to take what they enjoyed about Hamilton and actually put it with the real individual and learn all this information. I mean, you always know as a kid, you learn something and you always kind of remember a tidbit from it. Sometimes right. you're just like that thing. So, uh, I, mean, I
0: mean... Children learning history and expanding their knowledge? How could that be a bad thing? To Hamilton. To Hamilton. Well, that is a very cool thing. Right. And would you, uh, is there a time frame on when they think it's going to come out? Uh, so,
1: I think the time... Let me look at my facts. Facts, um, facts, facts. So, facts. Uh, it will open, actually... On April 27th oh, is the opening day. Lynn this year? Man- yeah. Lin-Manuel Miranda will be there to open it. Oh, uh, shenanigans. It's going to be dope. Um,
0: Where is this again? In Chicago. <laughs>
1: um, you know what? We're not going to give you all the information. No, you no, look we can't it, give it up. Everything. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, close to Lake Michigan on Northerly Island. Got it. There is you what go. They're doing. And it's there going to be a go. temporary thing. Um, but they're hoping to, to, to make enough money to, to take it to other places. Maybe so. we will go and do a video there. <gasps> I would just actually like to possibly? see it. That would be pretty fun. Yeah, yeah I, I think agree. That's,
0: I think so. Yeah. So. Well, moving right along in, in Otter, Nose. Otter Nose. Uh we have an interesting situation going on with the school boards. So now that Lori Lightfoot is mayor of Chicago. That's your- That's right. Uh, there is a new push to get the school boards to be elected instead of run by the mayor. So an interesting factoid for all of those who, uh, of you who do not know, the current Chicago school board is basically run by the mayor. The mayor has basically overall power and oversees the entire uh, Chicago school board and is able to appoint people to the board. It is a currently a seven-member board. Uh, so some interesting... History uh, about about all of this, actually. So, um, uh, uh, most other cities do have an elected school board. Chicago's mayor has had power since about 1872 or something like that. So, something ridiculous. I don't know where the Tribune got that factoid. But um, CP. apparently, the Chicago public school system was so bad that back in the late 1980s or so, uh, the U.S. Secretary of Education at the time, William Bennett, there's a name for you. Sounds like widest name been, ever. Yeah, I know. He's maybe he was a founding father. Um, <laughs> yeah, passed what was called the Education Reform Act that put into legislation that Chicago and other cities would need a 15-person board, uh, and then in 1990, the Illinois Supreme Court was like, "That's unconstitutional." and so that didn't happen um so that was that was pretty interesting and that, but then in 1995 the republican state-run government basically gave richard m daly uh full power to appoint a five member board and a ceo without needing any city council approval and then that has gone now up to a seven member board now uh, the Pew Charitable Trusts, again, this is all coming from the Chicago Tribune, so, you will know, buy a damn paper. Pew, pew, and pew, 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 pew. The Pew Charitable Trusts states that 90% of school boards are run by elected officials. However, most major urban areas, although most of them are still do have elected boards, larger urban cities do not. So that 90% number is mostly like the rest of the country, but large cities, there are still many, most major cities do also have some sort of mayoral involvement or the mayor basically runs the school board so for example cps has about 361 students la houston atlanta and miami all have uh, boards but new york city boston philadelphia baltimore cleveland all have uh their school boards run by the mayor basically so there's a big point of contention now um there was a tribune poll that was done in 2015 where 76 percent of us fellow chicagoans out there okay they basically said, yeah, let's have a, an elected school board, and then they did a referendum and found that 89% of people actually ended up voting saying that they definitely would want it. So it actually that, that number actually went up. But nothing has come of it yet because it's all pretty much been dead and either either the House passes it or the or the Senate would pass it in uh, Springfield, but then they would ever never they, they would never get full consensus and they would never go to the governor for actual approval or the government actually would end up vetoing it. So it has, which, which I find interesting is that Illinois State Legislature has control over what happens in Chicago in regards to the uh, school board situation, which I found a little interesting. However, that is said case, so we would still have to pass through Congress, but there's also been situations where the mayor has not been interested in relinquishing power. And what's also interesting is this is a huge debate, man, and I think it's rather interesting for, if you're out there and you're listening, tell us what you think, because I, 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 this is an interesting, very, very interesting debate because graduation rates have been increasing. Um, and a lot of people are saying that it's because of the mayoral uh, involvement over the past few years. There's no number that was given that I can see in my notes as to how much graduation rates are going up, but they have gone up and people are saying, well, that's because of ROM and maybe charter schools and things like that. So there's this interesting thing where it's like having the mayor be in charge of it gives it uh, a centralized authority figure mm-hmm. to say, hey man, F you, do a job better. And then other people are like, well, and this is the argument from other pe- on the other side of saying, well, if we have an elected school board, that means there'll be, uh, there'll be more say from, uh, to help, to give more power to the people per se, mm-hmm. to, to give localized uh, decisions on how they want the education system to be in the city. The only other con to that particular argument is that, well, if we have, we have there's so many different neighborhoods and geographies within the city itself that there will be too many uh, uh, different, it's basically become a clusterfuck because everybody will want different things for their particular neighborhood and it's this is going to be running the entire city.
1: I think we need different things. I know it'll be a clusterfuck, but... I think we need
0: very different things for different places. The problem is is that this would be for the entire city. So all 15 people, all these different uh, uh, neighborhoods would have to come to an incessance for everything. And also they found that when elected school boards are present in a city, voter turnout is very small. It's averaging about 11% nationwide, Mm -hmm. which allows for – and they found that special interest groups – have uh, uh, pledged m- m- a lot of money into school board elections, some up to like fifteen million dollars, wow. etc., to get certain people appointed oh, to do wow. certain things. Yeah, that so makes sense. it's not an easy thing. Yeah, it's not an easy thing. It's a very interesting dichotomy and debate about what is the right way to go here. And Chicago's not in election. So. yeah, exactly. But Lori Lightfoot is is in favor of potentially moving it to, which is interesting because she would basically. Be relinquishing her uh, control and power over what is being done in, in Chicago. Rahm Emanuel was a very strong opponent of keeping power, and he promoted charter schools, which did not get, and he closed oh, a lot of public yeah, schools, yeah, particularly yeah, in the south yeah, and west sides. He, is not he really was not very well liked in the really, African American community. Absolutely.
1: Really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Ugh. is she is she doing that because she she wants this, or is she doing it because she doesn't actually have any real idea? of What the schools need. Very and good
0: question, Nom. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think she has either. <laughs> I, I really, and
1: that's my thing. I don't I, I, like. It feels kind of like she might not know what is needed, so she's uh, delegating that to to giving that off to to the, to the people potentially, just to get it off of her plate. Yeah, but it might not be a good thing, as what
0: you said, because I don't. We don't need corrupt school boards. No. That's just worthless. But it would be good to give the neighborhoods a more of a say into... Yes, the problem sure. is, how do you do it? Well, maybe it's just having a mayor who will listen. <laughs> good yes, luck in this city.
1: Right <laughs> but what if we did it like... Uh, at certain... This is stupid, but let's do it for five years and see if it works. And I mean, at least one uh, span from... Uh, we're, if we're going from high school, from uh, freshman to, to college. So you got... Um, four years until someone graduates and then another year for the new people to kind of come in and transition. Like, if we did that for about five years to see if it would work, to see if things got better, but then you still need time to work all of that out and get it right. all set up and it work. So it would take time. a very long time. It take a long time. But maybe we need that time to kind of fuck around a little bit and see right. what works, because right now, half the time we settle into stuff and we don't even know why we do it. Exactly. So
0: it'll be interesting to see with Lightfoot in versus Rom, mm-hmm. will those graduations continue to rise? Or yeah. because a lot of the reason, particularly in the African American community, is charter schools are yeah. huge. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I've actually been a part of uh, events and I actually saw Rom Emanuel because he gave a keynote address at Perspective Charter Schools event that I was part of back when I was uh, in a sales position with a former company. And so we were a sponsor of it. They were a client. And so, He's a big proponent of that, and that's a big reason why graduation rates are going up. So, very interesting to see. We shall have more information as this debate goes on. But, if you're watching or if you're listening on iTunes, feel free to leave a comment either on our Facebook page or our YouTube page or on the iTunes page and tell us what you think. We'd love to hear your opinions, and we will yeah. p- we will address them uh, in a new segment that we're going to be coming out with very soon. We'll get to that, but we just would love to see your opinions and continue that conversation i think it's a very worthwhile debate to have to see what would be preferred obviously apparently most of the city has said let's do elected Mm -hmm. but you need all the facts
1: and in my opinion i would go with any option that would get me a boat so let's (laughs) talk that real quick all right so anyone out there just letting you know uh it's a thing of mine uh i'm looking for someone with a boat uh, anyone with a boat. Now, now, when I say it that way, it sounds kind of like weird. It sounds like you know I'm trying to find a boat to escape on. I'm not. <laughs> my goal in life, okay, it's on my bingo list. It's on my you know greatest wish list. The thing I would want to do if I was dying or you know alive or whatever. I want to break a champagne bottle yes. off the side of a boat. Correct. And I'm not talking about a dinghy. I'm not talking about a little floaty boat. I'm talking about a yacht. I want to break a champagne bottle off a giant yacht with. A little boat in the champagne bottle. Now, here's the thing. I would make the boat, the little boat, the same boat as the big boat that I'm breaking off of. Okay? And on that little boat, it will be me and Justin breaking another champagne bottle off of that mini boat. I'm very, talking about a real intricate type very of Very
0: elaborate. Yeah. We will do this. So promise.
1: So anyone, anyone out there. Anybody that, at all.
0: If you know somebody,
1: if you got a cousin of a cousin of a third girlfriend that has something like that, just let us know. Okay? Just put in the comments and our Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, or, YouTube, anything.
0: Or email us at yeah. Chicago60, that's S-I-X-T-Y, at gmail.com. Chicago60, Please. one word, spelled out at gmail.com. Feel free. That'd we will great. happily promote you on the podcast That'd as be well. be great. Yes. All right. So moving on. Moving right along in other news.
1: So, some exciting stuff is coming to Chicago. Mm -hmm. So, one of the greatest shows in Chicago is coming to Chicago, coming from Chicago, second year in a row. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not talking about, like, uh, Lollapalooza or Coachella or any of the other boring concerts that happen here that, like, all the people come around and spend a lot of money on. I'm talking about Nickelodeon motherfucking Slime Fest is going to be here in <laughs> Chicago. Second year in a row. And I'm Sup. talking about some headliners. I'm talking about some great headliners. We're talking about Pitbull. Pitbull is going to be at the Nickelodeon <laughs> Slime Fest. <laughs> He's going to... He's going to be at the Nickelodeon Slidefest show, pit bowling it up. Uh, we got, um, also, T-Pain.
0: Uh, t to mm-hmm. so He I I can't even know do an was... auto-tune thing. Ooh. Ooh. No, <laughs> no joke, T-Pain can actually sing. Yeah, he uh, can actually. Why but, he auto-tuned himself, okay. I have no
1: idea. What? I'm excited about Slime Fest. I mean, slime is pretty amazing. I mean, that's like childhood. It's, yes. it's Nickelodeon yes. and the weird, nasty green slime that we don't know what it was made of, but apparently it's like cornstarch and syrup and some Yes, chips. yes, yes, yes. But this is the second year. It's going to be in Chicago. It's going to be exciting. Once again, on Northerly Island. Uh, it's going to uh, happen June 8th through 9th. And they, they debuted it last year. This year, uh, like I said, it, it's going to have Pitbull, BB Rexha, uh, T-Pain, Jojo Siwa, uh, I can never pronounce her name right, but she always kind of scares me a little bit. Every time I see her, she's really excited. If you've never seen her, you'll just go up into a mall and you'll see all sorts of stuff with her face on it. Bows, glitter, everything. Hmm. Um, oh, Siwa, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, not Siwa. Oh, not Siwa. Siwa. Oh, Siwa. 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 Yeah.
0: Siwa, Siwa? Different people. Different people.
1: What are we seeing? Uh, Jojo Siwa. <laughs> Do you
0: know no, Siwa? Siwa? No, Siwa. Siwa? Siwa? You see it. What are you seeing? I know you see it. No, but I mean, what are you seeing? I see though? what? You, you see? What? Yeah, but what do you see? See uh, it's, what? It's,
1: it's, it's, who's on first?
0: <laughs> We've done this joke long enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um,
1: but I want to know who's from. Who's who's making the like? All right, so we gotta. We, you know we're sitting around. You know it's it's Nickelodeon, uh, and we're like, okay, so what's popular in music for kids? Do we're still watching Nickelodeon. Thinking, you know, Pitbull's everywhere and he's cheap. Do people, yeah, right. The like, fact is, he's
0: he'll do anything. anything. He no, will he's do not anything.
1: cheap, but he will he do, will do anything.
0: anything. That is true. He
1: will perform anywhere. Yeah, there'll be like a boat with three people on it, like Pitbull, Asiago. Like, I, I, I mean, <laughs> that was I don't know what he actually uh, says. He says a lot of different stuff, that's funny. but. Uh, he will perform anywhere, in any, in any place, at any time, and I gotta commend him for that. Yeah, he puts himself out there, man. Man, Nickelodeon is is trying. Yeah, yeah. But they're they're gonna be here, June 8th through the 9th. We no may be there, there. If to we're tell there, you about we probably we probably shouldn't be there. That's probably true. You probably should not be there. We might actually we go will then. not be there. We might actually go. But I actually
0: kind of want to go. Yeah, it does sound like a remembrance of childhood. Dreams of wanting to be on the and show. How and, awkward it would be, for, yeah, for us to be there and be like, "Here we are, hi." <laughs> we would get slime. We would maybe. be. We, like I would.
1: I would love to get. Yeah, slimed. depending on how it much weird. you know, ticket prices are. Mm-hmm. Uh, tickets go on sale uh, Friday, so we definitely will have to. Uh, We're to gonna know.
0: put the link in to yeah. uh, Facebook and YouTube, yeah. so y'all can go on there and check it out.
1: Oh, also some extra fe- festival activities. There's going to be a maze, um, inflatables, what craft making? Say what now? Just craft making, craft uh, making, photo ops, and a bunch more. The bunch more is always just kind of there's pizza. They brought <laughs> pizza. <laughs> dominoes. They brought dominoes. They brought dominoes. Because uh, dominoes also no, will bring... perform anywhere. <laughs> To sell <laughs> Domino's, they bring little pizzas. That's They big five dollar <laughs> hot reddies in no. the masses. The funny it's... thing
0: is, Domino's now you can bring any pizza and you can still get credit to get a pizza from Domino's. Wait, what? Yeah, that's a thing now. You didn't see those commercials? Wait, 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 wait. Say that again? You only have to take a photo of any pizza, any pizza, and send it to Domino's, and Domino's will give you credit for can pizza. We... We're not going to stop the podcast. We can do it after the podcast. Wait, they don't know. But this isn't. We're not going to put it on pause. Just wait. Just hold your horses. Okay? We'll, get, we'll make a pizza and we'll get free Domino's. God. Ah. Crazy. And with that, in utter news, in utter time news. for legalized sports bettings, folks. <laughs> right in theme with Domino's Pizza. So, an interesting thing has occurred where there is a potential new law that will be coming out in Illinois to legalize sports betting. But in particular this new legislation will require, because obviously there's still casinos and horse racing and whatnot, but specifically legalizing sports betting and specifically letting teams and leagues the ability to extract a fee from the casinos and the horse tracks and everything else for the sports betting. So this is very interesting because sports betting is legalized in about seven states. Illinois is one of them. But none of the states have anything in legislation that is requiring a basically like almost like a stipend or some sort of a fee for the casinos to be paying to make it legalized. But what's interesting is that the Cubs, the Sox, the Hawks, the Cubs, the Sox, the Hawks, and the Bulls have all basically said we are in support of this. Now, what's very interesting is that Jerry Reinsdorf owns three of those teams. (laughs) I'm sorry, two of them, two of them, two of them. So he owns the Sox and the Bulls and Rocky Wirtz owns the Hawks. He's uh in favorite and Rickett's family is really in favorite. They love money. They love <laughs> They money. love money. Love they it. have there are some very interesting statistics that are going on with this. Let me tell you. And uh, the only team that is not in favor of it as of yet are the Bears. They are the only team that are not currently in favor of it, but they're neutral. Yeah. They're, they're like Switzerland in World War One yeah. and World War 2 They're like, let's see how this plays out. Just leave us alone. Don't forget <laughs> right. we are the largest and we have all your money. <laughs> that's basically what Switzerland said. And that's kind of how the Bears are. Like, you realize nothing flies without us. So bears, 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 we're going to wait and see dedicated. how things go. And then once the Bears go in, it's like, we're in! Yeah. It's kind of going to be out as... That's right. That is right. <laughs> Shout out to the CBTC and all you guys out there. Um... But, so what's very interesting is that the so the deal would basically be that uh and and the, the the sports teams in chicago are supporting it as long as the leagues also get some action so the mlb the nhl and the nba and so basically it would say for every 100 that that is spent in support of or bet on a chicago team 25 cents of that will go to the team and or league as well i mean it's not a big fee but as a lot of once you add it all up and think about how much betting will be occurring, yeah, it's a lot of money. So there's a the interesting thing is that there's a lot of money that is going into this from a political standpoint. So all of the owners, particularly the Ricketts and the Wirtz family and the Rhinosaurs, between all three of those families have put in a combined like three to four million dollars in just political campaign contributions to candidates who will support the legislation. And on the reverse side, casinos and whatnot who have been able to uh, start supporting campaigns since 1989. They've put in well more, uh, almost five million dollars combined in terms of campaign contributions. So there's a big battle of money going on to get what they want. The casinos don't want it to happen, and they say, "Look, by allowing it to happen, viewership and everything else is already going to give you a lot more money. You don't need a, you know, a s- slip of the, you know, you don't need a little bit of the take from us. We're the ones who're trying to make the money here mm-hmm. by." Allowing it, more people are going to be invested in your sports because you're going to be able to bet on it and make money on it. You all don't need it. You're going to get more money just from the viewership and butts and seats and everything else, right? And the teams are like, yeah, but we still want money. <laughs> and they basically go, yeah, but if you give us some money, it's going to incentivize us to make the product better, bullshit. which will enhance even more. It's all, it's all bullshit. It's bullshit. ridiculous. I just say let it all go at this point. But it's very interesting, and it all rests in the... Little hands of J.B. Pritzker, so we should see. It's going to be an exciting ride uh, to see what's going to end up happening with all of this. Um, so we'll keep a, we'll keep you again apprised of everything else. But uh, basically, the leagues are in favor of it, and if Illinois were to pass this, we would be the first state and the first city in Chicago to allow teams to collect a cut from sports betting. So it would be pretty much. Uh, uh, breaking news in the world of sports. And it could all start right here in Chicago, where all the corruption... Remember, episode three was facts, corruption, and money. There's a theme! There's a theme going on here. We can't so, do anything in Chicago without corruption. Without corruption and money. so And the Rickets have put in so much money into it, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Dirty basics. Oh my God, it's so ridiculous. <sighs> so, um, Moving right along in utter news...
1: In other news. So, in other news. Uh, y'all, um, probably one of the most beautiful days for, for Christians uh, just passed. It uh, was Easter Sunday. Uh, also for egg eaters. Uh, chocolate eaters. Yeah, Easter Sunday. Jesus came back to life for everyone involved. Jesus! Um, but a day before that, the real shit happened. It was 420, y'all. Suck! 420, blaze it. Yeah. You yeah. know what?
0: Jesus looked like he smoked pot, so what's up? Yeah. Yeah. He came back to smoke the ganj. I mean, he smoked that that rock room up. He was so high, he moved a rock with his mind. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he was so high, he floated into heaven. What's up? Sup? Yeah. He was so high,
1: he made a doubting dude, made him real. He's so high? Yeah. yeah, yeah he made fishes and and and, 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 and bread out of, out of one fish
0: and one bread. He was so high, he he forgot he was already drunk, and then claimed that he made the wine. Everybody got drunk off of yo. And, and he was so high, it was his actual blood. That's right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then Jesus bled to death, and, <laughs> and that's of Easter. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cheers to that one. Oh, kids, pay attention. We just taught you the real yeah. story. But uh,
1: 420. Uh, 420 happened uh, in Chicago. Uh, apparently saw it as uh, Black Friday for weed smokers. And they threw a big bash. I mean, they were on Argyle. And by the way, if, you, if you've if you never been to Argyle, go to fucking Argyle. Some of the best Asian food you could ever try in the city. Like, Chinatown's awesome. Argyle's where it's at. And there's a lot of local stores that you really have to go to and get in. And, and a lot of good uh Restaurants and grocery shopping there—that's great—and we need to put more into that area because it needs more. But uh, yeah, they threw it down. There was um, video games, vintage video games. They had food, um, obviously, uh, and then all the dispensaries in the area and the city came together because they can't really promote, so they got to actually right, educate. Only only medical marijuana is still allowed exactly. in the
0: state of Illinois currently.
1: Exactly, and so this is the one time that they got to educate people on what they're actually doing with uh cbd products and 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 edibles and weed itself that it's not that harmful it's really helping people it's really getting people off things like opioids which i mean that's fucking ridiculous like these things are really helping out uh and this is from the earth it's real it's planted by individuals who really care so uh and decriminalizing it and getting people out of fucking prisons for shit that doesn't matter when they're actual uh, uh, government individuals who were stealing our actual money and then getting like four years. So these people were in for years and years and years for a plant. So uh, I'm really happy that Chicago really uh, threw a bash for it. They really let it happen. Uh, Jb Pritzker is uh, very supports, much in support of it. Supports it. 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 It's, it's he probably it's dotted, smokes himself. Draft. It's a, they're saying that drafting a bill sales could generate up to 224 million by. 2022 and i think that number is wrong because i think it would go up quicker than that yeah i think we would really throw down in chicago also calm a lot of fucking people down that's true and maybe there'd be less shootings there probably would but most of those people are already kind of smoking that's true good point uh so but it would probably bring things down people would stop winning into situations that they probably wouldn't have to we'll see what happens but it sounds really
0: awesome Quick disclaimer, we do not mean to slander and or libel J.B. Pritzker. We do mm-hmm. not know if he smokes weed or not. <coughs> that was just me trying to be funny. It was. Okay, but he probably does. He probably, <laughs>
1: probably. <laughs> or he's just like, money. He's got stuff named after. Aha! Okay, right, Moving along. Moving along. Right,
0: right, right. right along in other news. Co- two other pretty quick uh, and fun stories. Uh, I, I really want to talk about the chicago tool library Ooh, yeah. real quick i think this one's uh, pretty nifty so there is now chicago going to be a just like you could go and you know actually read a book in a chicago public library really? <laughs> educate yourselves whatnot you can now also educate yourselves with tools from the new chicago Tooth. tool library i saw this in the tribune and i thought this was a pretty cool thing so there is going to be a tool library. Basically, all that means is they are going to shelve the heck out of this library with all kinds of different tools that you can rent and use in your neighborhood and community and at home to help you with whatever house project or neighborhood project you wish to do. That is so fucking cool. It is very cool. I think it's very cool. It's going to open up in July. It's going to be on 1048 uh, or 1048 West 37th Street. So it's going to be in the neighborhood of Bridgeport, in the Bridgeport neighborhood. And so uh, it was started by, what do you think? White guy.
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to go no, for that one really, really quick. What?
0: Started by a guy named Jim Benton. So I, we would love to have Jim on the podcast, potentially, when it gets closer to July and have him talk about the Chicago Tool Library because I think this is a cool idea. But you can basically rent the tools. It started with a crowd crowdfunding project. So you can uh, go and help them by going to their crowdfunding page, which we will look up and put in the YouTube and Facebook page. And they were trying to raise about $25,000. It appears that they are close and have already done it. And their mission is, quote, to provide all Chicagoans the tools you need to maintain the place you live, improve your neighborhood and the city they live in, end quote. I think that's a pretty good thing. Um, What's going to happen when they run out of tools? Because if I was down there, I'd be running in there like crazy. I'd be like, I need this! I need this! I need this! I need this! I need this, I need this too! Just gonna, is there a limit? They don't know there's a limit. There are going to be late fees, so it's probably going to close down just like Blockbuster. Yeah, right. <laughs> Nobody's going to pay the late fees. It's just like people are going to steal the tools. I mean, most people borrow tools and don't bring them back to exactly. their neighbors. I, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh. Uh, how are you going to hunt down the people that it's like, well, now is this a... Some sort of a plot to make more cops. Someone <laughs> walks through. Hey, give me that drill. Dude. Hey, hey, that, that drill's late. It's my drill. No, it ain't. It's got a tag on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did they, okay.
1: It's my tag. We're going to have what? to explore this because yes. I want some old school tools too. Mm-hmm. I want
0: to know if I can get like a, a, uh, like a, a scythe. Yeah, like a scythe just, would be cool. Like a yeah. scythe. just walk around as the Grim Reaper all day. Like
1: people would be like, <laughs> well, sir, uh, cops will stop me. Sir, you, um, mm-mm. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. No, I was like, mm-hmm. no i
1: just felt like cutting some grass no no sir, you no. gotta you gotta
0: come with you gotta those. return that lawnmower, sir <laughs> but i need it um uh, it's my new business model <laughs> i rent it for free and i make all the money <laughs> i don't know why he sounds like that <laughs> i don't know who that guy is i gotta uh, upgrade my scything skills yes um anyway it looks really cool it will be yeah. out in july starting up in july again it's 1048 west 37th Street. We will try and reach out to Jim Benton and have him on the podcast. We'd love to hear more about it. We will keep you apprised, Chicago, of all those developments. Mm -hmm. Um, Very quick thing before we get to jag off of the week. Norm, the first hummingbirds have been sighted for spring. Yay! They were spotted in Will County. So you know what that means when hummingbirds are arriving. Spring is here love is in the air is it? because it was 70 outside it feels like fucking summer yeah summer is here early we've lost seasons well, we've lost them is that the threshold? Right. 70 is summer? I thought I'm, 60s well, and 70s is spring 80s 90s is summer in here. for a big guy 70s okay <laughs> makes sense alright fair enough now we know especially one wearing all black <laughs> it's fucking summer outside <laughs> well you could wear colors normal. no <laughs> I got Uh, one color and I'm good. Well, if you, hey Chicago, if you see any hummingbirds in your area, send us a photo. We'd love to see photos of hummingbirds. We will shout you out and post your photo of the hummingbirds that you found on our page. So please do that. That would be phenomenal. We will remind you as the spring (laughs) continues. Now, Norm, it is time. It is time, my friend, for our favorite segment of the week. It's time for the <laughs> Jag- Jag-Off of the Week! Now, Norm, we each have a quick jag-off, and they're yeah, all pertaining the to the Bears. Now, who is your
1: jag-off of the week? So, my jag-off of the week, and I'm going to make this real quick, is um, your Bears quarterback, or old quarterback, excuse me, Jay Cutler. <laughs> Uh, So, recently on uh, his show with his wife, Christian Cavallari, Very Cavallari, which is an episode, we're going to have to watch this show. We'll watch Uh, it for you so you uh, don't have to. Definitely. Uh, Fun fact, apparently Jay Cutler grew up in Santa Claus, Indiana. Yes. Did not know there was a Santa Claus, Indiana. Yep. Everybody goes there to tell Santa Claus what they want. That's Fucking weird. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, but the reason why he's my jack over the week this week is because during that process, uh, it was his daughter, Sailor, which okay, this is the white this is the whitest name I've ever Sailor Sailor. Her name is Sailor Sailor. Like yes. Sailor Moon. Yeah, <laughs> Or Sailor oh, Jerry. Yeah. God. Sailor. But hey, you know, do your own thing. And we got weird names too. Yeah. So uh Jay Cutler, who made millions off of being a Bears quarterback. Correct did not want to spend uh, over $30 for his daughter's birthday gift. Sounds like a Jay Cutler thing to do. And I got to be real. He was looking at a unicorn nightlight and he asked how much, how much it was. said $78, which I don't know what unicorn nightlight is, 78 bucks. But I mean, hell, I I spend 78 bucks at a shawarma restaurant. So like, come on. Uh, He did not want to spend the money. So, I mean, I, under,
0: I respect his fiscal conservatism, but at the same time, it's your freaking daughter on her yeah, birthday. Thank you. Buy her the damn unicorn light. Jesus. Hell, you could buy her a unicorn and a light to glow on top of Jesus it. Jesus would buy her <laughs> that and unicorn actually, light. actually, Jesus would. That's right. He would. Well, do you know the funny thing is that he sent an engagement ring to Kristen in the mail? <laughs> oh, you're a such true, a jag-off. <laughs> that's a true story. <laughs> so true. Hey, Jake Cutler, you're, you're a jag-off. jag-off. I mean... The greatest Bears quarterback of all time to date. Damn. Mitch Trubisky, may over overpass him, but Damn. as of now, that jag off is... Uh. And my jagoff of the week, which I found just recently, super excited about it. I saw it on Instagram, which is ridiculous. Ryan Pace, the current general manager of the Bears, who typically we're all kind of in favor of right now. <laughs> I just saw that he made a statement in the news uh, where he went, Really, guys? Rounds two and five in the NFL draft is really where the draft happens. That's where all the real things, real tough decisions are made. Now, I find that quite interesting because day two and three of the draft are when all the other picks occur, other than the first round picks, which now have their own day because they take so damn long. Why Why do you think Ryan Pace would be saying that day two and three are the most important? Do you have any guess, Norm? No, we don't. Because the Bears and Ryan Pace got rid of all of their first round picks. <laughs> so, of course, day two and three are the most important. So, we don't have any damn first round picks, you freaking moron. What are you trying? Who are you trying to fool here, Ryan? Oh, guys, don't worry. Day two and three are the real most important days. Are you freaking kidding me, guy? Ryan, okay? We love you. We love that you got Cleo Mac, but but own your fucking decision. Don't be like, no oh, don't worry, guys. Don't worry about the first round. It's the second, third days that really matter." Guys,
1: well, I'm going for the 30, third pick. <laughs> this is going to be amazing. That's the real happens.
0: We don't even think we have a second round pick either. Like, geez I mean, granted, he's done very well picking people in those rounds, but don't fool yourself. The first round. Oh, God. It's like, dude, you're a moron. You're a jagoff, Ryan. Yeah, you're, you a know, jag-off. you're a don't, jag-off. Don't try and fool the Bears Nation, okay? And anybody in Bears Nation, Bear Mysterio, the Bear Man, Tim Shanley, and anybody from the CBTC, Billy and the defense guys, if any of you have some comments on what you think about Ryan Pace's comments and or what Jay Cutler is doing, please leave comments. We'd love to talk to you. And with that, Norm, that was the uh-huh. podcast. Please stay tuned to next week. We'll be here next week at our regular time on Sunday. Uh, that'll be the 20th, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. whatever the hell day it is. So tune back in next Sunday. We'll be back here. And if you like what you hear, please go and like and follow us on our Facebook page, Chicago 60. Follow and like us on our Instagram page at Chicago underscore six zero. Like us on YouTube, Chicago 60. Look us up. You can find us there. Please subscribe. As we continue the podcast, there will be all kinds of new things that we're going that we have planned and you will not be able to get it unless you're a subscriber of the YouTube channel. So go there and do that. And stay tuned next week. And again, as we always like to say here, on the Chicago 60 podcast, our favorite phase. <gasps> ben down and, and fuck the PACKERS! Packers.